So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of ZGN Talks. And today we'll be talking about the difference between selling on Amazon and Shopify, the pros and cons of both platforms, and what most people won't tell you about selling on these platforms in 2020. So yeah, we have an experience of selling on both platforms. Now, Shopify and Amazon are much, much different when it comes to marketing, selling the actual product, order fulfillment. Literally every aspect of these business models are much different because Amazon, you're selling on their platform. Shopify, you essentially need to, you know, build your own store. And I guess I want to start off with the aspect, which one is more beginner friendly for those just starting out in the whole business sphere? I mean, I would say, you know, as us having experience on these both these platforms and platforms like ebay i would have to say amazon is definitely a lot easier and the main reason for that that most people don't really understand off the bat is that amazon already has the traffic um it already has people on it well shopify if you're doing a shopify store you have to drive traffic to your actual site and you know um it's pretty easy on amazon if you have a product that is branded or you know labeled with a with like something that people already buy it's extremely easy to get started well on shopify every single sale you have is going to end up coming from marketing from going to end up coming from you know marketing and sales or advertising exactly and we love amazon we, we absolutely love, love it it's pretty much expanding into many different fields now you know mm-hmm. we mentioned this in previous videos we were at Westfield Mall, they had their own grocery store. They recently actually opened up their own full-size grocery store with zero employees. So profit margins are about to go up. So absolutely crushing the game. They're Again, they're taking over different spheres and they're about to have so much traffic. They already have a bunch of traffic going on Amazon.com. They're about to have more. And what selling on Amazon allows you to do. Now, something we need to mention is there are different business models. There's FBA and there's private label. I'd say those are the two main ones. Yep. And the thing with private label is you're pretty much taking your own product. You're making it similar to Shopify. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people that actually do um, private label on Amazon, they also have a Shopify store. But essentially with private label, what you're doing is you're taking a product for cheap. You're buying it in bulk from overseas suppliers, slapping your own logo on it, listing it on Amazon, and then pretty much running PPC, which is pay-per-click advertisements to have it rank up. Now, what we actually did with Amazon is FBA, where we buy products that are already branded. So for example, Sharpie, Play-Doh products, products that are already proven to sell well. We source them from suppliers. We list them on the Amazon marketplace and they sell. Um, We don't need to do anything because these products are already proven to sell. We don't need to spend any extra money on advertising while on Shopify, that's a much different story. Yeah, I would completely agree with, you know, all those points. And I think another difference is also that Shopify, depending on what business model you're doing, there's multiple business models in Shopify to be fair, but I'd say the majority of it is drop shipping. Um, and you know, on Amazon, it's a lot easier because if you're doing FBA, they actually end up dealing with the customer. Um, you know, while on Shopify, you're going to have to, you know, message the customer if there's any issues or if they don't get their package. Meanwhile, on Amazon, if you're doing FBA, you know, Amazon employees take over that entire customer service aspect. And also, for example, right now with the whole coronavirus situation going on, yep. there are a lot of Shopify sellers that are hurting from that because whether they're sourcing their products from Alibaba, AliExpress, which are all located in China, that becomes a whole issue. I'm sure their margins are decreasing they're not able to actually send out inventory on time and a lot of them are probably needing to you know close down their stores and aside from that facebook is seeing what shop of how important shopify is in producing themselves income but also what i'm seeing facebook too is they're becoming much more strict with the type of video advertisements that you can run and for example we've ran facebook ads before and recently when we run these ads whether it's for a product purpose or for a personal brand 
I've noticed when we run ads, the time that it takes for an ad to actually start running is way longer. And for Shopify people, it could take up to 24, 48 hours, even longer, where they actually need to get in contact with the Facebook customer service to pretty much, you know, tell them why isn't my ad running, get it running. So mm -hmm. the control factor, while the control factor doesn't exist much on Amazon, I'd say on Amazon, when it comes to actually selling your own inventory, you'll have more control because your sales aren't reliant off, say, Facebook ads. And I feel like to be fair, you know, to give Shopify some props, I feel like we should also mention that Amazon does take a fee. You know, obviously, depending on the item, like if you're selling refrigerators, obviously, your fee is going to be higher than if you're selling like mason jars. But um, Amazon does take a fee for you selling on their platform. And what you really have to decide for yourself is, is it worth it to, you know, eat up that fee, which is, you know, it can range pretty heavily, but I would say anywhere from like 15 to 40 percent, uh, depending on how big items are. <laughs> Um, you know, you really have to decide whether or not Amazon is worth it for that fee, or if you think you can take that money, dump it into ads for Shopify and, you know, see more revenue that way. I think for most people, it just ends up being that Amazon's a lot easier and particular for us. Like we've fully like to say we have a little bit of bias, you know, we've transitioned from Shopify, eBay, then to Amazon. So we've kind of, as you can see, we kind of prefer Amazon for the reasons we stated. Amazon essentially got us our first 10 K per month business. Yep. And which we didn't get with Shopify. Yep. And I'd say also one of the, aside from the pros you mentioned, one of the problems I have with Shopify is the amount of courses that are being promoted on it. So yep. now whenever you hear the word Shopify, you instantly think, oh, make money online scheme. Oh, someone's selling a course on mm -hmm. Because whenever I'm on YouTube or Instagram and I get an advertisement, I'm like, let me make a build for you Shopify store, buy this course, all this. And it's just, it's kind of ruining the whole perception because Shopify could be a real business. You know, it's a legitimate business model. You make your own store, you get your own product, you run Facebook advertising. Like it's an actual business that works. And I believe that the reputation is getting ruined from it is because there are a lot of people that don't know how to run Shopify stores. Maybe they started a Shopify store, they got a thousand in sales and all of a sudden they're quote unquote experts yep. creating courses. And people are but and because these people, their marketing could be really good. They could have a lot of money to dump in advertisements. And there are people buying courses from people that don't know what they're doing on Shopify. And these people aren't getting results. And then people are thinking, oh, Shopify doesn't work. And I think that whole course trend behind it is really ruining the company's image. Yeah, I know we kind of tried Shopify before that major part of that trend hit. Um, I think it was about almost three years ago, we kind of got involved with Shopify. And I would have to say the, the landscape definitely changed a lot um, in terms of, you know, their, the ads were cheaper back then. And honestly, it's just gotten a lot harder. Um, and, you know, we can start to see people starting to migrate over to Amazon, not just because, you know, of customer services, because Amazon is a bigger company and more people, just, just more traffic on there. Yeah, and Amazon, I'd say just economically makes more sense. Yeah. Because you find the product when, when you find with Shopify, you need to create the demand. Yep. That's why Amazon is much more beginner friendly with Amazon. There's this thing called BSR, which is the best sellers ranking. And when you scroll down, you know, you see it in under the product details section and you're able to pretty much search up there all a bunch of software. You're able to see how often the product sells. You're able to get yep. certain plugins such as the Keepograph yep. to see the product's previous price history, competitor history, and you're able to make an accurate decision. If I move on this product, this is the amount of sales I can get. And also with suppliers, instead of buying 100 products at once, you could buy, say for example, a product sells 500 times per month. Don't buy 500. Exactly. Don't buy 500, buy 100, which is a week's worth, see how that's selling. And then if it's selling well, just reorder more. Yeah, to give you guys some free softwares, you know, we're not trying to sell you anything here. Um, go check out FBA Multi-Tool and Jungle Scout. I, we personally, 
you know, we personally suggest FBA multi-tool. It gives you like a, a like a whole breakdown of how many times rolling sales per month, how much people have in stock approximately. <laughs> Absolutely great software. Shameless, shameless plug. We're not getting paid for that. Just want to give you guys some free stuff. Yeah. And something that we should go over and I'll hand that off to you is when it comes to actually locking in suppliers. So with Shopify, it's much easier to go on Alibaba or AliExpress. You already find products that you want to buy. And then, yes, you can negotiate with these suppliers because they want to sell it off to you. But the landscape is much different when it comes into locking suppliers for Amazon. Yeah, I'd have to say for like Alibaba and AliExpress sourcing, people want to sell to you. For, you know, Amazon, pretty much every person we ever work with is a U.S. supplier. And, you know, that creates a lot of basically leverage on their part to where we're not the only people that's calling them up. Like, for instance, if you go and buy something Alibaba, you know, a lot of the times you're buying something unbranded and branding it yourself. Those people want to sell to you. They need to get rid of that. But the thing is, when you're dealing with brand inventory, you really have to try to get that and attain that inventory. Because quite simply, there's a lot of people that want to sell branded products. And, you know, the whole reach out process is a lot more complicated. You know, you go on AliExpress, Alibaba, it's right there. You can see all the products. But the thing is, when you're looking for Amazon products, you have to go out and find all these suppliers, whether, you know, that's going to trade shows or not, you know, it's just like research on Google. Like you have to go out and you have to make these connections or you're not going to make an FBA. And this is where I'd say the whole importance of capital comes in. Yep. Because with Amazon, when, it, when you actually get in touch with these suppliers, some of them may not like you selling on Amazon. Yep. Some of them may have a minimum order value of $5,000, maybe yep. $10,000. I know, for example, when we got in touch with Sharpie, they had a minimum order value of $20,000. We did not have $20,000 on town. We're like, wow, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and that is where your sales skills come in. I'd say something we got good at is cold calling and sales through our, because mm-hmm. all you need is two to three good suppliers. Yep. All you, you could be cold calling hundreds per week. All you need is two to three and you're set. You're able to maintain good relationships with them. You keep spending more and more money. With some suppliers, we even got um So whenever we call them, we get referred to the sales representative. Yep. And with some of them, we already have their personal phone contact that essentially if we want to buy inventory, we're able to just shoot them a text and yep. they're able to pretty much get back to us through text instead of us having to go through the company directly because not only do we get the products for cheaper, but they also get a commission. So it's a win-win both ways. And we get to establish that long-term relationship allowing to us in the long-term be more profitable. Yeah, you know, it's giving some more information, different suppliers, different MOVs and MOQs. The difference between each is MOV stands for minimum order value. It basically means how much you need to order for them to even accept your order. MOV is how much of a quantity of a good you need to order in order for them to accept it. For instance, there's Sharpies. Uh, when they say MOV is $10,000, you need to order at least $10,000 or $20,000. And if they say MOQ is 10,000 units, it means you have to buy 10,000 units, which may or may not be matter more than- cost. Yeah, matters what the yeah. cost is. And that's really um, a big difference. And then you're reaching out to all these FBAs suppliers you know like all these well not f they're not fba supplies but like these suppliers um we're reaching out to all of them you don't really have a lot of leverage compared to someone on alibaba you're really only your leverage is you know how you speak um you know your con- personal connection with them and how much money you have and i would say those are the main three bargaining points you have for instance it's going to be a lot easier to get a deal if you're like, yo, I'll buy $20,000 right now compared to compared to a lot of people that are just, you know, like rock kickers. Them. Correct. And over time, as you do more business with these suppliers, they trust you more. Mm-hmm. They already know you on a first name basis. And they're more likely to, you know, sell you and give you good deals or even give you priority because there are certain products these suppliers get that sell out instantly. Now, mm-hmm. this is free value for you guys. If you sell on Amazon or you do Amazon FBA, you know that when you're dealing with suppliers, you get spreadsheets with inventory. There is a software out there that we use called Scan Unlimited. Yep. And 
you know, you could be getting spreadsheets of thousands of products. You're not going to go through them manually. With Scan Unlimited, you're able to insert the product sheet into the software, pretty much put specs that you want, minimum profit, you know, minimum ROI, yep. BSR, all that, and then just run it. All those products pop out. It shows you how much the supplier has in stock and a lot of it is self-explanatory. That's going to save you a lot of yeah, time. Yeah, we've had lists of like 3,000 plus products, 5,000 plus products, I've seen 7,000 plus products. And all we do is we simply put it in. It takes the ASIN or UPC, find, match it on Amazon, and then we can it matches the price it's selling at versus the price it's sourced at. And it can spit out you the ROI, how often it sells pretty much, like a rough estimate. And then you know the, what the product is. And it just saves us so much time. I remember one of the first spreadsheets yeah. we ever got, we tried doing it by hand. I was like, one, two, three. It was just like the most obnoxious Before, stuff ever. Just, I don't know what the hell we were thinking. We were sitting until probably yeah. from 6 to from six p.m. to 12 yeah. a.m. on our computers. It was we're so done. annoying. And then a week later, we find out Scandal Limited the same process within five, even less than five. Minutes. Oh yeah, it, the thing about the the software too, it's like, it's like insane. liquidy quick, dude. As I say in the East Coast, like that, it's absolutely crazy quick. Like takes what was a couple. I saying liquidy quick. Like uh, it's an East Coast slang. I'm like How you slightly liquidy quick. I think it's what it's called. Never heard of East Coast. It's thing. it's like an East Coast yeah, thing. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So uh, if you if you guys want to, you know, some great softwares, keep a graph, FBA multi tool, and Scan Limited for scanning. Uh, you know, spreadsheets, take all that knowledge, guys, absolutely free. We're not getting paid to plug any of these yeah, companies. Yeah. <laughs> and so something I want to transition into is what most people aren't telling you about these business models going into 2020. Mm -hmm. So starting off with Shopify is you need to have a lot of money for advertisements. Yep. Because Facebook's getting super expensive. On all these social media platforms, organic reach is becoming much harder because Facebook, you know, Facebook owns Instagram. Yep. They're starting all of these companies like Coca-Cola, Samsung. They're coming onto these marketplaces. They're dumping millions to billions into advertisements. And what that does is that drives the average cost, of the cost up. up. Exactly. Now, Facebook is like, why cheapen it if people are going to keep paying more? Because these platforms know how powerful they are. They know how many users use these platforms billions. on a daily basis. Correct. Billions. Why decrease the price when we can keep increasing it and people will still continue buying it? Exactly. So if you're going to go into Shopify, expect to spend your money on advertising. If you expect to go on Amazon, expect to spend your capital on buying inventory. Exactly. And big difference between both of them is, you know, when you buy an, when you buy inventory, you have a, you know a general sense of like, okay, um, this is roughly what's selling for this. It's price history. Oh, this is what I expect to make. Well, on you know, Facebook and Shopify, or you know, if you're using Google Ads, if you're running those ads. What's going to end up happening is you're going to spend all your money there, and you know sometimes ads just don't work, and you just have to abandon the product and go on to the next one. Yeah. So I would say Shopify is more you know like shooting to the dark, something hits, you make good money, and you know Amazon's more going with stuff that's proven that you know will probably make you money. Yep, and going off of the Shopify point, it's becoming much more about the brand you're building with the product. Yep. It's no longer about, oh, I could just take an AliExpress product, you know, and sell it off. No, you need to actually start making an email list, you know, doing yep. email marketing. Influencers. Exactly, influencers building an actual brand about the product that when people buy it, it feels as if they're part of a community because people love experiences, not process, and they want buying your product to feel like an experience. Yeah, they want to they wanna buy for what something represents or what something you know brings up they don't really necessarily care about a lot of other factors of your product they just want to know exactly. what it does for them and they want to buy into the vision of what you have to offer for instance if you if you're into like for instance 
there's a couple different stores that do a lot of like charity givebacks. Some of them, you know, are legitimate. Some of them aren't, sadly. Um, but a lot of these companies actually get a lot of business because they do this. These they have these uh, ch this charity vision. For instance, there's a lot of there's a lot of different places that sell a lot of clothing and necklaces that give back to wildlife uh, conservation agencies. And there's a lot of those that are doing extremely extremely well nowadays because they do all these things with influencers and they give to charity and they're very public about it. Exactly. Well, with Amazon, the main change is becoming having time and capital, and it's mm -hmm. just the whole numbers game because. A lot of people are trying to get in touch with suppliers and suppliers are constantly used to Amazon sellers calling them using the yep. same exact script Super and you need to know how to actually add value to the suppliers yeah. and then they, these suppliers, whether they want your money. So you need to find a way to make the supplier know that you have a lot of capital to provide to them long term. A lot term. of value, not only value, money, but general, value. Sure. <laughs> value in general, yeah. Like whether that means, say, redesigning their whole website, yep. being able to refer people to them. Just, yep. Knowing that if they do business with you, they will benefit off of it because then they, as a business, when people come to you, you want to know how both sides could benefit. Yep. And you need to have time and capital and you need to get good at sales because suppliers are able to read who's legit and who isn't and who can actually buy inventory with them long term. Yep. Like I remember when Amazon FBA was really blowing up and we were doing calls before that, uh, we started experiencing times where we would call and they'd be like, oh, you're an Amazon seller and it'd just be the most annoying thing. Because uh, we got in slightly before I would say really got pushed by all these core sellers and everything. I'd say a couple, I'd say, yeah, a couple months before. Yeah. And, you know, that time was extremely easy to lock in suppliers. Everyone's been there. Yeah, mm -hmm. everyone's been there. But like, like the second people are started pushing on these courses, we used to do calls. We had to change up, or we had to completely change up our scripts because, you know, they wouldn't work the same because everyone else was using the exact same stuff and very similar hey, scripts. I say all of these courses, guys, be very careful. I know yeah. you get hit with advertisements. I know you watch the webinars. You you see the landing pages. I know you guys get very, very tempted. Trust me, do your research. Yeah. Do your research. You could find much better information on YouTube or even Google. Or not even better information. You could find that information there. Again, if you're paying if you're paying convenience for all the information to be on mm -hmm. one place, but also do research about the person and whether they actually know what they're talking yep. about because anyone can be a talker. Yeah, and I think also we have to touch on is a lot of these courses, people buy them and for there's like, let's say there's like 1,000, even like 300 people in that course. If all of you guys have the exact same information, you guys are doing the exact same yeah. script, it's not going to work. The, the reason you make money in businesses like Amazon Shopify is because you do things differently. And you know we've really seen that firsthand. If you're buying a course and the person's qualified, you know, take that information, use it, but at the end of the day, you have to add your own spin in it or you're just gonna end up yeah. getting the same results as everybody else. If you expect to copy someone exactly, you're never going to make it in business. It. You need to see what's working, tweak it up a bit to make yep. it better. Engineer. And then you're fine because a lot of people, for example, there could be a course and someone is showing how they market a product. I guarantee you there are people that will go find the same exact product, yep. set up the same exact advertisements, get a few sales, be like, oh, why, why aren't I getting more sales? Because you're doing the same exact thing as everyone else. And you're else. competing with everybody else in that same right. exact course. It's, it's like, it's a typical Supply demand. Concept. Supply and demand. Um, so yeah, I'd say that pretty much covers much of what we want to go over. I'd say have capital, have the time, use the right information because you could have time, you could have capital. If you're applying the wrong information from the wrong people, you're not going to get anywhere. Yep, and I would say if, if you're comfortable, if you want more consistency, go with Amazon. If you want to you know, do more, a little bit of Shopify and you know, you, your talent is running ads, sure, go Shopify, but we personally prefer Amazon FBA You know, to cash each their flow. own. Cash, cash flow, flow. You know, to each their own. But uh, yeah, we personally recommend Amazon, do Shopify for good at ads. 
Uh, yeah, that's pretty yeah. much it. So, guys, we hope you enjoyed this video. Go ahead and subscribe. Hit the like button. Comment on what you thought about the video. Um, our Instagrams, again, are below. If you want to connect with any of us, hop in a conversation and just network in general, go ahead and DM us. We always enjoy networking with you guys. And, yeah, hope you guys enjoyed, and we'll see you in the next video. Adios.